0: Dude, I have a whoopee cushion.
1: And I have a whoopee Goldberg.
0: It's weird. Okay. soldier for those you love. the day you get older. Say what you mean and mean what you say. A man is come what, come what Let's try this Thanks again. To. Hello. Hello. I'm Christian, sometimes known as Crab. And
1: I am. Jude formerly known as
0: Jesus Oh, I almost cut you no, off you there. Uh, anyways. anyways, this is go forth. Welcome to the podcast, episode 3. Mm. Today we are going to be talking about Saint Hood. Saint Hood. Who sainthood. that? Yeah. No yeah, not the New Orleans Saints, because that's like common no, misconception. Indeed. Great team though. Great, great team. We're going to be talking about Catholic sainthood. Mm. And on a more specific sense, how normal people can be saints. Thoughts? Who, hey, man? Nah. I'm talking to Jimmy.
1: <laughs> well, you tell Jimmy he needs to be we're trying to record a podcast. Um thoughts yeah man it's uh that a lot of people myself included for a while thought that to be a saint was to do i don't know like when i think of saint i think of martyr most of the time i think that's a saint, but it's not true i mean we could be saints in our everyday lives and whatever god calls us to so i look forward to hearing what you have to say about that crab
0: Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. Like, I feel like a lot of people think that you have to do big, big things to be a saint. You know, like, die (laughs) a super bloody death at Super (laughs) Bowl while screaming, Viva Cristo Rey, you know. (laughs) Uh, But no, like, you really don't have to go to great lengths to be holy. Um, We have, like, plenty of examples you know, uh, St. Therese of Lisieux, she was just like this little this little nun who just focused on the little things, being obedient in the little things, like doing her chores and stuff. Yeah. Um, and she's one of the, you know, the doctors of the church. And then, you know, main man, Giorgio Frassati, mm. freaking baller. If you have not read a book on this guy, you should read a book on this guy. I actually
1: guy. just finished a book on this guy.
0: Yes. Which one? Uh, To the Heights. I think that's the one I read.
1: I thought you read Men of the Beatitudes.
0: Oh, maybe so. You really
1: need to get your act together, man. You don't even know what you're talking about.
0: Wait, how do you know the one that I read?
1: Because I have a great memory.
0: That was like a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Well, well, since you just finished a book on him, how about you tell us a little bit about him? Oh, man. I will
1: try my best not to get carried away. But, um, yeah, Pier Giorgio, he was an Italian boy. And long story short, he lived a very um, selfless life. He would always try his best to take care of, of the poor in the town. He came from a really wealthy family and he would always um, give the clothes off his back, the shoes off his feet, the money out of his pocket to um, the people who in his eyes needed it more than him. And his family wasn't really religious, but he always tried to encourage them to go to mass with him and things like that. So just a great example to his family, to his, his, community around him in, in Turin, Italy and um, and ultimately to his friends his friends would always say they never heard Pierre Giorgio cursing he never drank more than a glass of wine he always inspired people just by the way he lived his life just very simple, very loving, very funny he's a normal dude who liked to hike mountains and smoke pipes um, but also Lived a Christ-centered life. Made, made Christ the, the main example of everything that, that he did. So, um, he died at a young age, twenty-four. And he is right now, blessed Pierre Giorgio Persadi. So we need to continue praying for his canonization.
0: Wait, yeah. all right. Remind me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure this is him. Who like, his family didn't like know about that part of his life and then like when he died like buku people showed up to his funeral yeah yeah, like it was like a crazy amount of people showed up to his funeral and like his parents did not know about that side of his life
1: no he didn't I mean he never really like he never really spoke about it he just that's one thing he never really talked about all the things he did um he just did them like he didn't care who saw him he didn't care who was looking right
0: yeah and then, like, okay, I, yeah, now I remember how he died was, like, insane. He, he, his grandma had fallen, like, super ill. Yeah. And so his family, like, all left to go take care of her. And then he fell super ill, but he didn't tell anybody. And then the money that he was, should have used on medicine, he, like, gave it away. <laughs> to the poor yeah. and then he that yeah he had
1: he had polio and uh they didn't know how severe it was because he never like said I'm in pain or anything up until the moment where he couldn't really move much and then yeah at, I mean at the end there was nothing they could really do and he passed away but yeah uh, passed away with rosary in his hand and it's actually well yeah I mean, it's just insane. I won't go into how much I love him and how much I aspire to be like him, but um, but I do because I want to be a saint. Mm. So
0: that brings up another good point: aspiring to be like him.
1: Mm. What are you? Th- oh, you have a question for me?
0: Question for you? Question for okay, you? Okay. Yes. Do you think that we should try to like? be like the saints? Like, like I should try to be Georgie or <laughs> I'm
1: going to change my name to move to Italy and I'm going to be me. <laughs> All
0: right. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, looking at their example, uh, I feel, I feel like a lot of times, um, people people get caught up in trying to do the same exact things that the saints did um, which some of those could work but whatever like if what it comes down to is being obedient to God's will because God's going to invite you to be a saint um, God's going to invite you to do his will but it's all about how you respond and we have to we have to realize that each Each person's journey, the journey to sainthood, is so unique. It's so individual. It's so personal for each person. Um, I could try with everything in me to, like you said, be Pierre Giorgio, or like I said, be Pierre Giorgio Frasati. But at the end of the day, um, it's not about me trying to be one of the saints. It's about me trying to be the man that Christ wants me to be. Christ is my ultimate example. And the saints, um, we we admire and we respect them because of how much they've helped our church. At the end of the day, we can look at their like human example to see how to achieve that um, that Christ likeness. Um, but also, also remembering that that the saints aren't maybe. The saints aren't the perfect examples, right? But they do give us a good um view of how to live in the gaze of the father. Hmm. I mean, because they're just, so, I mean, they're just like us, right? They were born sinners. So often we, we look at saints and we say like, okay, well, yeah, that's not that surprising. He, he was a priest. That's not that surprising. She was a nun, Um. But realizing yeah. that they made decisions in their life, they had to fight temptation. They had to fight the devil playing tricks on them to to get to that point. It came with that daily yes, um, and it came through struggle.
0: Mm. So you're saying I don't have to be a priest to be a saint? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <Well,
1: laughs> um, I think now's a good time to tell you that I, I think you're going to be a monk.
0: Oh, shoot. (laughs) How am I going to tell my mom that?
1: It's okay. I'll tell her.
0: Okay, fine. Well, okay. Now, back to a serious note, I totally agree with you. I think that we should just, like, look to them for examples. But, like, once we start comparing ourselves to them, it's kind of just, like, I mean, that can hit you hard, you know? (laughs) Like, obviously, you're not going to be as good as them. Or, I mean... That's not true. You could, you could, be yeah, better than at the end, yeah, like, it's
1: not like, uh, I'm trying to be better than that. It's, yeah, it's not a competition, yeah. right? Hopefully well, maybe not a competition,
0: yeah. Maybe we should like boil down this whole term of saint like, what is a saint? Believe it or not, I actually did a little research, so uh, I. I Prepare to yourself. That. <laughs> Prepare <laughs> yourself for this. Okay. Uh, all right. So back in the the Greek version of the Bible, the term "saint" was first kind wait, of wait back in the what used by this. Back in the Greek version of the New Testament,
1: dude. We did you just finish reading the Summa? What are you about to say? No. <laughs> Sounds
0: like it got really really fast. No, they use this word in the Greek version called hagios. If I even pronounce that right, and it's translated into English as like holy or set apart, sanctified, like Mm. saint, you know. Um, And from my research, it basically like in part it means like you're morally pure, you're upright, you're blameless in your heart. You know, you're virtuous. Um, so, like, when translated as saint, it's, it's kind of, you know, it means, like, spoken of those who are purified and sanctified by the influences of the spirit. Quote. So, I think, like, you have to really focus on a few of those aspects, you know, like, to boil it down past, like, to something more logical for some people, because some people require a more logical like explanation for it, you know, like, cause of course people are like, how do I be a saint? Oh, you know, just love Christ. All right. Well, what, what the- <laughs> how the heck do I do that? You know? Yeah. Um, so I, all right, this wasn't research. This was like something I kind of thought up. I feel like the ways to do that, like on a more human level, is, like, knowing yourself. Uh, I heard someone talking about this recently, but they are saying, like, you have to know, like, that you're... I think it was you. It might have been Uh you, actually. Like, knowing... (laughs) Knowing that you're capable of, like, doing terrible things, but then making the decision that you're not going to ever do things like that, you know? Like, knowing that you're capable of, I don't know, like, shooting up Oh, please, you know, of course, everybody's capable of that, but you have to come to the decision yourself that you're never going to do something like that, so I guess just like having having self- knowledge, and then secondly, like listening to your conscience, conscious is something that like has really interested me recently. Mm-hmm. um I was talking to a priest, and he was saying how like you're conscious. Con- conscious. I don't even know if I'm saying this word because right? <laughs> I'm all stuffed up from allergies. Anyways, your conscience. Uh, if you were to like, basically, just listen to your conscience, hundred percent of the time, you could never make a wrong decision, like a bad decision, mm-hmm. because like on the basis of humanity, like your conscience knows like morals, I guess. I I don't know, it's so hard to explain. It's such like a a big topic. But anyways, in the in the simple sense, listening to your conscience and then focusing on morals. Like why are things right and why are things wrong, you know? Yeah. And I feel like once you like start with those basic things, then you can get on the path of sainthood. You can get what? Onto the path of sainthood. Because like if, all right, let's say I I went out and got slammed every weekend, you know. Yeah. And I like stole yeah, from theoretically, people. Theoretically,
1: you're getting slammed every weekend.
0: Yes. Mm. So that and like whatever, I had no problem with like stealing from people, like stuff like that.
1: Uh
0: huh. Um, but I still like have a relationship with Christ, you know. <laughs> It's like you know you kinda <laughs> you kinda need to know what's right or wrong before you have that relationship with Christ i if you know what I'm saying kind of mm. I was
1: okay, well, okay, let's backtrack a little bit. You're saying you have to know like. You have to know what's right and wrong in order to make that decision.
0: Hmm. No, I guess it's not what I'm saying. Now that you repeat it back to me, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to like piece this together. Okay. I'm trying to piece this together.
1: I want you to know that I'm, I'm saying like patient like, person
0: to start on the path to sainthood, you know, Uh huh. I think you need to start on like a human level of knowing yourself Listening to your conscience and focusing on morals. I'm not saying like, I'm not trying to explain morals. I'm just trying to say to get on the path of the same like You need to focus on those things. Okay. On a basic human level. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I agree.
0: Well, that, that's good.
1: <laughs> I That's food for thought. I mean, uh, it's a, uh, I mean, it's good. I don't have much to add to that. Um, <clears throat> but I think one thing that that's important to, to realize when it comes to how are we going to be modern day saints. Um, maybe sometimes I do have it in my head that Um, being a saint is just trying to avoid, avoid like sin in every single way. Like I, in my head, it's like, if I were to go and I made the joke about you being a monk, if I were to go and be a monk, it would be easy for me to be a saint because I wouldn't have any distractions. Right. Right. Like I wouldn't have a phone. I wouldn't have all these friends that are trying to get me to, I don't know. Be stupid. I wouldn't have, um, whatever. It, it seems like you'd be able to have a life focused on God, but so often you see with the examples of so many great saints that actually it's not a, um, it's not about where you are. It's not about what God has called you to it's about the the degree in which you love him and your obedience to his will. Because there are people who who could be, I mean, there are, there are probably, there are for sure like priests who don't live their vocation well. And they're not necessarily like holy or on the road to sainthood. And there are lay people like, bless Pierre Giorgio Frasati, like uh, St. Gianna Mola, who lived their normal life with a radical love, and because of that, they not only not only became saints but changed, changed the world because of that. Saint, Saint Jose Luis Sánchez de Rio, the one you said, "Viva Cristo," um, I mean, 13 years old, he was martyred. And if that doesn't make you take a step back and say, like, what what the heck am I doing?" You know, <laughs> like heck, I can't even. It's hard for me to, I don't know, like give up, like meat on Fridays. Like such a whim, and I and I think, I think that I'm on the road to sainthood if I can't like give up these little things. It's, I mean, not to say that, I don't know. Anyway, that was a bad example, but it's it's about how much love you're willing to give each day. Um.
0: I really like that term you use, radical love. Radical love. That's such an intense term. Like <laughs> I don't know. Because when you think radical you just mean like extreme. Like I think like extreme sports, like <laughs> like motocross. I don't know, like X games, is what I think. Uh-huh. So I'm like extreme love. <laughs> <laughs> you will tremble under my love no <laughs> yeah I totally like you. yeah I think that's that man love love is the key yeah I mean vir- it sounds right.
1: Virtue Wait, in, in total yeah I, I mean of course it all leads back to how much we love God but how much we want to serve others how much we want to, um, like, give give our time. So often, it I find myself in a situation where, I like, I'm talking to someone, and in the middle in the middle of them talking, I'm like, "Gosh, I'm slightly over this conversation." You know, <laughs> like he was just like talking, to you like, "Wow, this conversation isn't really going anywhere." It's pretty. Awkward.
0: Oh, is that how you feel right now? Um,
1: often when I talk to you, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see it in your face. Yeah, was... Especially, Go ahead.
1: like, I'm not going to lie. The first few minutes we were doing this podcast, I was clipping my fingernails.
0: <laughs> Dang.
1: But, I mean, like, now it's done. Now I won't have to do it, like, next week. For... <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I don't have to do it for another, like... <laughs> Years. I'm good
1: a couple of years. So. Um, anyway, but but you find yourself in situations where like you don't, you're finding it hard to love. And then in those moments I remind myself like, it's not about me, you know? Like you have to make that decision to say, you know what? Today is not about me. I want today to be about others. And in that conversation, this hmm. conversation isn't about me. What if, I mean, if I truly believe, if I truly believe that Christ is in this person and he created them so perfectly, then who am I to say, like, I don't want to talk to this person right now? If we truly believe Christ is in us and we have the power of the Holy Spirit, like leading us, then, then who are we to think, like, this person isn't worth my time?
0: Yes, true. That's I feel like we talked about that before, but it's like so important. Like like exactly what you're saying. Just listening to people as if Christ was like speaking
1: through mm-hmm. them. Well well you made
0: me think about that the other day
1: when you when, when you were talking about listening. You said if you're sitting yeah, there listening to someone but and while they're talking, you're thinking about what you're going to say next, then you're not actually listening to them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: that blew me. Like, literally, that's what I do every time someone talks. I'm like, okay. I'm like trying to gauge where I'm going to go next with the guy. Like, that's so incorrect. I'm not truly giving myself to this person. And then it's it's funny. A few times that I've tried it, like the person will stop talking and I'll be like, all right. I
0: haven't, I haven't <laughs> thought about what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I catch myself – I've been catching myself doing it a lot lately. Like I just, like, be in a conversation with someone, and I don't even, like, even hear what they say because I'm just, like, thinking about what I'm going to say. I don't know. It's so bad. We all need to – everybody needs to just think about that when they're in a the conversation.
1: Yeah. Oh man. but it's i i think I think what so many people in our world need to hear and need to understand is that they can use so many of the things that would often bring us down and bring us further away from God for good um like
0: explained <laughs> that was that was, an,
1: that was an intense phrase but uh, <laughs> so many people think that, man, social media is like only bad for me. And, um, uh, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So I will have to be getting ready to go. Father Juan called for me to go to lunch, but, um, just briefly like people think social media is is so bad and social media is is only leading people to okay look social media can be bad can be destructive but you can also use that as a platform to build the kingdom of Christ it's it's about ordering those it's ordering the 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 way in which you use it if it's only for you to go and like compare yourself to other people and talk about how stupid this person's life is, like then you're doing it wrong. It's the same way with your desire for money and your desire for love. Clearly, if, if your, your desire is to be loved then that's a good thing. But if your desire is to lust and and that's your idea of love, then it's disordered and you have to relook at that and say like, well, this is what I have to change. And then and then when you're, yeah. when you're ready to say like, okay, I'm, I'm ready and willing to change some things about myself, change the way I do certain things, the way I talk to certain people or talk to everyone, then you can begin to, to be a saint. It takes a lot of humility to say that, you know, I want to put others before myself. I'm ready to change the person that I am. I'm, I'm ready to give up the person I want to be to take on the person that Christ needs me to be. But it's it's so difficult, um, but it's so beautiful and it's so yeah. worth it.
0: I feel like it's just getting harder, especially like in today's society, to be a saint. Like it's, it, I feel like the devil is really like gaining ground on the world. I mean,
1: without a doubt, like but, big steps. But that's it's it's been the same story since the beginning of time.
0: Yeah, actually, this is cool thought so i'm about to totally jack this straight from like thinking it was either father mike schmitz or like jason everett or something <laughs> but they said like when the church is in like the most like the worst times like great saints will rise up so it was like and it's like it's, there's been like a pattern of like every 500 years uh i don't know specifics but whatever like 500s crazy stuff was going on great saints rose up and then like uh I mean Great Saints are always rising up, but there's like super specific examples. And then like around year one thousand, I forget what was going on, but Great Saints rose mm-hmm. up and then fifteen hundred, you know, the Protestant Reformation, Great Saints rose up. And you know, like we're back there again. It's the year two thousand. It's not the year two thousand. We're around the year <laughs> two thousand. And it's time for Great Saints to rise up because the church is in a large persecution. Whether you see it or not, it is. So, we're all we're all called to be saints. Nobody is left out of that.
1: Yeah, and i I resort back to just for some practical advice for those who are listening. I resort back to the thing that Father Juan Jose taught us um, in the summer course. He says it's three three things to know, to love, and to follow. First. To, to know Christ, to know yourself, to know who he's calling you to be um, and take that seriously. Like what, what do I have to understand? It's going to take some time of learning. It's going to take some time of reading to know who you are, to know who Christ, um, to, to know who Christ is and to see how he wants to lead you and then to love him right to to give of yourself, um, and we spoke a lot about love, so hopefully a better understanding about that, but then to follow, to take up your cross each and every day, when moments get difficult, when it seems like nothing's going right, when it seems like sanctity is so out of reach, like really hunkering down and realizing that Christ wouldn't have Christ wouldn't have called me to this if he wouldn't also give me the strength to endure it. So, yeah,
0: to know, love, wow. and
1: follow—that's one of the big things that I have to remind myself of.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, if you take it that, it all just boils down into the two greatest commandments, you know, loving God and loving your neighbor. Yeah. If you can, if you can focus on those, then everything else becomes a breeze. Yeah, because if you do something out of love, then you're doing the right thing. Well, Jude. Cabo. Sounds like you need to get running for lunch.
1: <laughs> yeah, I <have laughs> a community lunch, so I better um get going. But I think it's it's good for for our listeners. We just wanna <clears throat> encourage you and Crab, you as well. And I'm speaking to myself uh. <laughs> when I say this, but to trust in the mission that God has given all of us, right? And knowing that if we could change ourselves a little bit each day just to be better in the way we do things, whether that be getting up and making your bed or saying a small morning prayer or praying for those um, souls that God has entrusted to you, you can change yourself. You can begin to change the people around you um, slowly but surely, changing your friends, not always with your words, with your actions, by doing something. And as we see in the example of great saints that Christ has chosen to show us, um, ultimately you can change the world. So it starts with you.
0: Dang, that was cliche. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think they have a lot to think about. We have a lot to think about. Yeah. Okay. So. Go forth and let's be saints. Go forth.
1: The podcast is ended.
0: Thanks, be (laughs) God.